Good morning, my Say What fam, or afternoon, lunchtime, whatever time that you listen to this podcast. I say morning because a lot of times I listen to podcasts in the morning when I'm like getting ready and or just laying in bed, not wanting to get up and avoiding things. <laughs> so that's when I listen to the podcast. Um, but I, I also just thought about this very random. I don't know why I said also, but if you are new to this podcast, welcome. Welcome to the Say What family. We are a family here who just talks about sex a lot. We normalize it. We try to take the shame out of our lives. Uh, we learn how to speak up for ourselves, advocate for ourselves, use our voices, and hopefully every episode helps you feel less alone. That is what we do here at the Say What podcast. My name is Hannah. I'm 24 years old, about to be 25 in a couple weeks, and I live in Denver, Colorado with my sweet, sweet husband and my sweet, sweet dog, and we're just living it up. I have two very random jobs. We don't have to talk about those, but uh, this is what I love to do. This is my favorite thing in the world to do, so if you're new here, welcome. Thank you so much for being part of the family. We keep it very, very real here, and we talk about things that people don't want to talk about, especially in the Christian world, and if more people talked about stuff, then things wouldn't be so shameful and wouldn't feel so sketchy and wouldn't feel so like dirty and bad and all those things. So that's why we talk about the topics that we talk about and bring awareness to all things, but especially sex because sex is just very, um, it's still very like bad and taboo and it's definitely becoming more of a sex positive culture, but the Christian world is very behind in that aspect. We're not very sex positive at all. We are very much wait till you have, wait till you're married to have sex or else you're going to die. And that's just not good. So trying to help take away the shame out of that. So if you're new here, welcome. We love you. We're excited to have you listening. If you this is your first podcast you're listening to, it's probably because the title says something about sex toys. And you're probably embarrassed that you want to learn about sex toys. And that's why we're talking about it, because we don't want anyone to be embarrassed about using sex toys. But before we get to sex toys, I want to give you guys a little personal update. Um, I've missed recording solo episodes because I feel like October was like the month of guests, which was really awesome. And I really love that. But I also love just sitting here talking to you guys, hanging out with my dog who's sitting under me, drinking my Dr. Pepper. And usually it's boba tea, but I don't have that today, unfortunately. So I just miss doing this. I miss having one-on-one time with you guys. It's mostly like a stream of consciousness, if I'm being honest. I have notes, but a lot of times it's like, whatever comes out of my mouth is how we're, how we're doing this. So I'm a little less structured when they're just me and you chatting. So I have missed doing that, and I'm glad that we get to do that today. Uh, but I wanted to update you guys on my vaginismus. I don't necessarily know if like once you're diagnosed with vaginismus, if when you're cured, you just don't have it anymore. I don't know. I'm not saying I'm cured yet. I'm not, this is not a big announcement, cured of vaginismus, but we have made some breakthroughs, guys, like huge, huge breakthroughs. I just, I realized I haven't talked about it in a minute, so I wanted to let you guys know I'm still going to acupuncture and we're, we're still doing um, pelvic floor work weekly and uh, pelvic floor therapy is really, really tough. Honestly, it's very hard emotionally and it's really hard physically uh, because she literally just like d- does an internal exam with her fingers and works on the different muscles that are inside of me. And it's crazy what you learn about yourself when someone is like doing like a medical exam on you. Um, and I say medical, she's an acupuncturist. It's a holistic, but it still is like medical and I have to tell myself it's medical or else it feels really weird that 
this woman's hands inside of me. <laughs> so, um, but it's crazy how it, I've just learned so much about my body because as we're doing these exams, I can like see how tense and tight my muscles are. And so she'll like do therapy on that and just, it'll literally just open them up so, so much. And it has made such a difference in my life, especially going gluten-free, which I have failed miserably this past week. Um, I have failed super miserably. And uh, because I went out of town, oh guys, that just reminded me, this is gonna be a quick tangent. I said on my Instagram story the other day that I was in Kansas City for a secret and I like couldn't tell what it was. And then I realized I like never followed up about that. Um, so the reason I was in Kansas City was because one of my best friends, Rachel, who was on the podcast a few weeks ago, got a puppy. And we just weren't talking about it yet because she wanted to like surprise everybody and have a couple days with her puppy before we told the world. But his name is Dundee. He's a Bernadoodle and he is the cutest dog. A Bernadoodle is a Bernie's Mountain Dog and a Poodle mix. And him and Theo are like the best of friends, like literally the best friends that they could ever ask for. They play together so well and it's just the cutest thing ever and they're going to be best friends forever. And when we were in Kansas City, it was like everything in the world was trying to get us to like not get this dog. Like our car broke down in Kansas on the way over there. Then we got a rental car and then our rental car that we got, the tire went flat. So we had to get another rental car. We were almost late to get the dog. Our GPSs stopped working. Rachel had to go all the way back to Kansas to get her car. It was a hot mess, but we got it, got the dog. Everything's good. He's perfect. He's an angel. Um, and if you follow Rachel on Instagram, you'll see all the cute pictures of him forever and him and Theo because they're best friends. So it's awesome. Yeah. So gluten-free definitely stopped that on my trip. But gluten-free diet has helped a lot with my vaginismus because I just feel better. Um, I'm not as inflamed because gluten... Because there's a lot of inflammatory foods that are in, that ha include gluten. And so if my muscles are becoming inflamed, then I'm going to have like my pelvic floor clench up and stuff like that. And thankfully that has not been happening because I've been eating better and the acupuncture has really, really, really helped get my just blood, like my body just flowing right and get everything connected. And I know that like acupuncture can be seen as like, how do just needles help you? But I, I am not joking. I'll come in to acupuncture with like immense anxiety and we'll do certain points and I'll leave and not have any anxiety at all. Like it's, it's insane how much it works. Um, but the public floor therapy has been working a ton. Um, sex has been really good. Like I'm not, I'm not having a lot of pain with it anymore, which is insane. Also thanks to the gloat, the greatest lube of all time. So thanks to that acupuncture, public floor therapy, a very patient husband, like Sex has been really, really good, and I've actually been able to, like, do things that I couldn't do before, and it just, like, I mean, there were only, like, certain ways I could have sex without it hurting, and now I can do whatever I want, and it's just, it's so cool, and I don't, like, clench up when I feel anxious anymore, like, I used to, whenever I'd feel anxious or have anxiety or stress or anything like that, I could feel my pelvic floor, like, clenching up, like, my muscles would clench, and it would be very painful, and that doesn't happen at all anymore. I do think it has moved to my jaw and now my jaw's hurting, but working through that and, and therapy and physical therapy as well. So, but anyways, want to give you guys an update on that because it's just so exciting to finally have some relief. And I don't know how much longer we're going to have to do uh, physical therapy. I'm actually going to talk to her on Sunday while you're listening to this next week. 
by this time, I'll have already talked to her about how long we should continue to do it for. But it's going really well, and I'm really excited. I finally have some relief, and I did not think this day would come. And I didn't think it would come this soon either, which definitely goes to show that public floor physical therapy can work if you work it and if you listen to your medical professional. I listen to my acupuncturist, and she is just a freaking rock star. And it is. And so if you're local and you're looking for an acupuncturist, let me tell you, I will – DM me and I'll give you her information because she's the best and has made me feel so comfortable, especially with like the therapy part, because like I said, it's really hard emotionally as well as physically, because physically it's just like painful and uncomfortable and I'm really sore afterwards. Like I have to either take a bath or use a heating pad because my muscles are just really sore because I just went through a lot of like therapy, but emotionally it's hard because I just you know, I'm married and I only want to be with Thomas and just the idea of someone else's hands inside of me seems like I'm like breaking that, even though that's absolutely not true. I just had to, I'm pretty good about it now because we just talk about like anything and everything while we're doing therapy. Um, last week we talked about pregnancy and how I'm going to be able to have a baby with this and all, all these things. And so it's a lot, I'm a lot more comfortable now, but at the beginning it was just really hard because it's having to get over that like someone else's inside of me and that's just not how this should go so it's hard emotionally physically mentally but it is absolutely 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 worth it so just want to give you guys a quick update I'm going to drink some Dr. Pepper real quick and we are going to get to talking about sex toys the thing that you guys came here to talk about I know you clicked on this episode because it had sex in the title and you guys like to listen and talk about things that include sex. I know. I see the views of these episodes. <laughs> They're like, you know, here's the ones about that don't have sex in the title. Not low. Like, I'm not saying that at all. I've got a pretty good group of people listening, which I really appreciate. But then the ones that have sex in the title, like skyrocket. So I know what you guys want to talk about. I hear you. I see you. I get it. Even if you don't want to tell me that, you tell me that by listening to the episodes. So I know you came on here to talk about sex toys. Maybe you came to be like, ooh, does Hannah and Thomas use any sex toys? I'm not going to share that with you because I have to keep some things personal. I'm a very, very open person, 100%, but I'm not going to like go into every detail about if we have any sex toys, what we use and do blah, 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 blah. Not happening. Sorry. So if you came here for that, you're not getting it, but <laughs> um, you may blush during this conversation. You may feel a little uncomfortable. You may like, like, this is so weird. She said the word butt plug and I did, in fact, say that term. <laughs> But it's okay. Listen, there is such a stigma, guys, around sex toys and how they're bad and dirty and you shouldn't use them and you're a freak and all this stuff that we're going to talk about. But I'm just here to normalize it. I'm here to normalize using sex toys and it not being a weird thing. And if it's something that you and your partner enjoy and you both consent to and you both talk about it like all the time, then I think it's great. Use them. It's awesome. They're great. Like I, I know that it's going to feel a little uncomfortable as we talk about this, but that's part of why we're doing it. I want us to sit in the uncomfy, the awkward smiles because we are fighting the stigma that sex toys are shameful because they are not. They're not shameful. Um, they're just they're just not. So we're, we're going to talk about those things. And like I said, I'm going to talk about this kind of later, but it's super important that as we're talking about all this, you keep in mind that consent 
is the most important thing. Making sure that both you guys want to use these and that you're okay with it. No one should ever be forced into using anything extra in the bedroom unless you guys are okay with that. So I'll talk about that a little, little bit later in the episode. I think it's the last thing I'm going to touch on, but I do want to start by saying that, that that's important. So what do we mean when we say sex toys? What am I talking about? Um, I'm going to give some examples. Some vibrators, cock rings, handcuffs, bed restraints, butt plugs, um, lots of other things, dildos, I'm trying to think if I miss anything else. I think that's it. Well, I'm sure I miss actually, <laughs> I know I miss a lot of other things, but I'm just trying to get the big, big stuff. So that is a general example of sex toys. And you may think like a vibrator, those are definitely more widely accepted, but they still, people are still weird about it. Like people are still weird about using that in the bedroom. And I don't think you should be weird about that at all because I think they're completely normal and great. And okay, I will say that we have a vibrator and it's awesome and it really enhances your sex life. And if you want a link to the one that we have, I'll send it to you. It's on Amazon. It's awesome. It's like kind of cheap too. Um, but so, okay, I did share that, but I also, I guess if I'm going to talk about them, I should at least share one thing. So we do have that, but there are nothing wrong with any of those things. And you're listening right now and you're probably like, oh my God, she said cock rings. I don't really know. Can I say that? You know, I said it so casually and then was like, wait, maybe I shouldn't say that. It's okay. It's fine. It's fine. I just don't want to get in the explicit category. Maybe I should be the explicit category. I don't know. Uh, whatever. Anyways, sex toys. See, I even feel weird about it, guys. I even feel weird talking about this right now because it's like a, just a weird topic. It feels weird. Pleasure for some reason feels weird and it shouldn't. So why do we like feel so much shame around this, guys? Why do we feel like we're so dirty or wrong when we're talking about these things? And I think the main thing, it starts with just how culture shows them to us. So think about it when you think about sex stores. They're always in like a super weird place. Like it's like a sketchy area or they're like right off an exit and the marketing looks weird for it. There's always like bodyguards outside for some weird reason. I never understood that. Um, there's like, I don't know, uh, what's it called? Like the walls are covered in porn and women are seen as objects. And it's just like gross, honestly. I've been to one store before because I had to get some dilators. And it was like the most casual store I've ever been into. It literally felt like a Francesca's. And it was a sex store, but it was like women positive. And those stores don't exist as much as the typical sex store that you think of. Because um, I'm sure when we talk about sex stores, you're like, Oh, yeah, that really gross place, that place that has porn everywhere, that place that shows women as objects rather than, like, women positive and female positive. Yeah, that's not the majority of sex stores. So culture has definitely, like, made this feel very dirty because they're also not, like, a desirable place to go into. Their weird name, the names of it, the names of it is weird. And it's just a, it's an odd thing. And that makes you not want to go into them. So then what do you do? You go to Amazon and then you feel bad about your search history. And so then you like clear all your search history because you search sex toys and then it just goes down this weird path. And it's like, it's just not an easy thing to get. And it's not a normal thing either. And when I did a poll on my Instagram, pulling it up really quick, I asked if, um, where'd it go? If you felt shame for using sex toys and it's 50 or yeah, hold on. I got lost. Yeah. If you feel shame for using sex toys and 52% said 
yes. And 48% said no. So I am really proud of that. I feel like that's a really awesome response is that 52, it's like pretty much half and half, like half feels shame and half doesn't. So the people who do not, that is awesome. And the people who do feel shame, hopefully this episode will help you overcome that because I don't want anyone to feel shame around this. Um, and so a lot of people do feel shame and culture has definitely labeled people that use any kind of sex toy as like a freak, like a freak in the bed, freak in the sheets. Like you've all heard that. You heard the rap songs talk about that and, um, just made it seem very like risque and bad and no one wants to be labeled like as a freak. Like you don't want that label put on you. And so it makes you like not want to explore what you're interested in because we don't want to be seen as bad you know and so it's like this weird balance of like oh I'm kind of interested in this but oh my god they're so bad they're so dirty I shouldn't do that I don't want to go into the store to get them but I don't want to order them off online and someone opened the box in my house like what do I do ah like it literally turns into this just really weird space of like how do I get to explore this if my partner and I want to do it but we feel so much shame around it and I think it's really important to figure out where the shame from it is coming from because there's a definitely a stigma in the Christian world that you shouldn't have anything anything in the bedroom because sex between you and your partner should be quote enough. Like you shouldn't need to have anything else because the sex between you guys should be amazing and wonderful and perfect and how could you ever use anything else? Like there's some like stigma around that in the Christian world and it's also just still very much like shunned upon of like why are you doing that it's kind of the same thing as like birth control of like why are you using birth control like you shouldn't be playing god and that's a whole other conversation because if i was playing god then you shouldn't be pulling out when you're having sex you shouldn't be checking your ovulation because that's also playing god if we're talking about it like that anyways that's a little hot take but um might get some flack for that but it's okay uh yeah there's there's that kind of stigma but like Maybe you just want to like enhance your sex life. And that's what a lot of these um, toys do. They can enhance your sex life. And I think that is totally okay. And there's nothing wrong with you if you want to do that. There's nothing shameful about that. And so I think it's really important for you to figure out like where this is coming from. Is it just because they're not like widely accepted in culture and that feels weird? Or do you feel like um, you're going to be labeled as some bad person or you're breaking the rule, the quote rules of what sex should be if you're a Christian? Like... Where is that coming from? Um, and then once you're able to figure out where it's coming from, then you can start fighting against that and be like, okay, that's not true. That's not real about me. That's not real that it, they're bad or dirty or anything like that. If my partner and I both consent to it and both want to try this and we've got, we're have communicating about it and we're both okay with it, then why is there anything wrong with it? So it's just important to kind of like figure that out first so you guys can move on. And like if you do want to try it, it's important to figure out where that shame is coming from because if you can nail down where the shame is coming from you can help fight against that because if you don't know where it's coming from then you're not going to really be able to work on it or process through it because you don't know the source that's also why therapy is super important and speaking of therapy I will have my therapist on at the end of November we've got our time scheduled and it's going to be awesome when she comes on the podcast I'm so pumped for her to to be on it we're gonna do a guided imagery session which is gonna be really cool and you guys get to all experience it and see how wonderful therapy is. <laughs> anyway, it's like I said, it's really important to figure out where it's coming from. Like pinpoint exactly where this um, shame is coming from. And I do think it'll probably be a combination of all those things. Like that you, it's weird or they're bad or makes you dirty or anything like that. And I do want to say this also. If you just aren't comfortable with using sex toys, 
That is okay. 150% okay. I'm not recording this podcast trying to convince you to go out and buy a vibrator tomorrow. Like that is not the goal of this at all. The goal of this is to take away the shame from the people who want to do it, but are too scared or shameful or whatever. And, and it's also important to talk about. If I talk about sex, I should talk about this too. My goal is not to convince you to do it at all. If you decide that this is not something for you and you're not interested, great. Like nothing wrong with that. Don't even think about getting into it then if you don't want to. Like I'm definitely not trying to force you. I just want to help the people who are interested and feels like some type of way about it. But they're really interested and they're feeling held back by the shame because that's the problem. If you want to do something and you're feeling shame around it, then that, that shouldn't stop you from doing what you want to do. And in this case, if you want to try out sex toys and your partner's okay with it, well, then we should be able to do that. So we need to take away the shame, take away the weirdness, take away the uncomfortableness. Like, and it let's let it become something normal in our culture. And I'm not saying to walk around all the time and talk about what new sex toy you bought. Like when I say normal, I don't mean it like that. But when you're talking with like trusted girlfriends or trusted friends, like, yeah, let and you bring that up, it shouldn't be like a, oh my God, how dare you? Like, is your sex not good enough? Where did you get it? Did you have to go to that dirty place? Like it shouldn't be those kind of conversations like, oh cool, where'd you get it? Has it helped? Can you send me a link? Like maybe I want to try it. Like, you know, I want it to be those kind of conversations, not that you are bad or dirty or anything like that. Like, I don't want it to be seen that way. And I think also like, I think about movies and stuff, they just make it look so like controlling and domineering. And I I think about Fifty Shades of Grey and how they talked about the Red Room and that wasn't very consensual in my mind. So (laughs) that's a little bit different kind of conversation, but that's, I'm talking about like consent between you guys and you both wanting to try it and be okay with it and that just becoming a normal thing and and then there's not like control over the other person with it because that's not it either it's both of you wanting to experience this and do this together and as long as it's not another person I think it's totally okay as long as it's not porn or bringing another person into the bedroom if you guys are not like that that's where it's not okay um if you guys have both agreed to just being with each other. So that's why, that's why I'm talking about toys in particular. Um, and also just know that like, if you want to try this, it does not mean that you, that sex, that your partner's not doing a good job. Like if your partner asks you about this, it doesn't mean that you're not, you're not crushing it in the bedroom. It could be, they just want to enhance their, their sex life. And maybe they do, maybe they are lacking in some way and they thought maybe this would help, but maybe all you need to have is a simple conversation about it. And then that will, um, and maybe fix the problem if there is a problem in your sex life. But your prob- your partner's probably just asking because they want to like try it out and see what they think. So I just want everybody to hear me that like it is okay if you are interested in sex toys. I think they're great when used with consent. And that's what I want to say now or talk about now is what to do if you want to try it. So let's say we took the shame off. We decided that culture does not get to define what we want to do. The media doesn't get to tell us what to do. If we're talking to Jesus and we're like, hey, I think I'm going to do this, then that then then you're good not that you even have to do that that felt kind of weird that didn't seem right but (laughs) I'm like thinking about it but there is a scripture I think it's in Hebrews I don't want to get this wrong I should have looked this up but it says something along the lines of like uh nothing is defiled in the bedroom and so in my mind if you guys are both okay with what's going on 
then nothing is defiled in the bedroom. I apologize for not having that exact scripture right now. I should have done my homework and should have gotten that. But it even says in the Bible that nothing is defiled in a bedroom between a marriage. So if you guys are married and you're okay with what's going on, like, let's do it. Let's add this in Like if, you're, if you want to do it. And so if you do want to try, I want to say I'm not an expert at all, but I do know these two very, very important things. Consent and communication. C and C. Commit, <laughs> consent and communication. Consent, consent, consent. This is not something that you can do and just like bring home and like whip out one day during sex without talking about it. Absolutely not. This has got to be something that you guys agree on and like have a conversation about. And that's why communication is important. This has to, has to be something you both of you want to do. And so when you bring it up, talk about why you want to try it. Talk about how you feel like this will help your sex life. Talk about how your partner is great at sex. Like you guys are enjoying it together. Like you're enjoying it so much, but you think this will just enhance it. This will make it even better. And talk about it in that kind of way. But everything with this has to be consensual. And so if you have that conversation and your partner doesn't want to do it, then it should be off the table because you want to do things that you're comfortable with 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 each other. And you shouldn't shame your partner either for not wanting to do it. They may just not be into it and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with not wanting to try it out. It's only if you are interested and you feel shame, then we're getting that out of the way and then we're going to try some stuff. And you have to be okay with always talking about it. Like this can't be a one-time conversation of, can we try this? Yep. And then that'd be the end of it. You've got to be talking about it all the time. Like, are we okay with this? How are we feeling? Am I feeling any insecurities around this? Am I thinking that you like this toy better than you like me? Like we have to have that, those kind of conversations because that's really important to keep the intimacy between you guys there and strong and not feel insecure. And if you start to feel any insecurities when you bring this kind of stuff in the bedroom, then you guys have to talk that out. And that's why communication is so important. And I stress communication all the time because it's so important. That's something Thomas and I always are working on, always striving towards, always talking to both of our therapists about like, how can I communicate better? Help me communicate this. Help me communicate that. It's just so important. And so that is, that's really important. You guys always have to be talking about it, making sure you're both comfortable, making sure you're both okay. Um, because we got to have that consent there because you never want to force anyone to do anything they're not comfortable with, especially when it comes to sex. Like that is too important and too, um, What's what I'm looking for? Special? I don't know. It's just too important to mess up. So you definitely want to feel safe and okay with it. You can even, you know, have like a code word if you want to. If like this is too far, we need to stop or, you know, just make sure you guys, you two have that conversation. I can't really tell you how to have that conversation, but you have to figure that out for you guys. But just be okay with wanting to talk about it if it's something that you're interested in because I'm here to like take off that shame from you guys like take it off and let me let me bring you to the light of a really good place where you can get sex toys there's this boutique in Denver that I'm pretty sure you can also order stuff from them online it's called Awakening Boutique and I'm going to link that in the episode notes because this store I had to go there to get some dilators for with since I have vaginismus it's a way that we do some I can do some physical therapy at home for myself and it's they've been a game changer for me um and I had to go get some and so I didn't want to order any offline because I wanted to like see it and feel it since it's something I was going to be doing to myself I wanted to make sure I liked it and so I went to this store and it literally felt like I was walking into Francesca's at the mall like all my girls even if you don't shop at Francesca's you know what it is like 
it's a little boutique inside of almost every mall in America. Like, and it is like jewelry and just casual and nice people. And I walked into this boutique and it felt just like that. Like everything was positive. Everything was very light colors, very calming colors. It was they had these cute little shirts that said like stuff, something about women orgasms. I can't remember what it said, but it was like very, very woman positive. Like you walked in there and you're like, oh yeah, this is it. Like that was a store I didn't, Thomas didn't go with me because I also have some reservations about sex stores because you walk in, there's porn all over the walls. And you guys know that porn is a no-go in our relationship. And you can go listen to our episode on that. And so I've never wanted to bring him to a store because I don't, I didn't want him to see any of that. But that's not how this was at all. Like, it, I would be 100% comfortable with Thomas going to the store with me. Like, I've even told him before we should go together and look at stuff. Also, sex toys are <laughs> they're not cheap. I didn't know that until I started. Go, I went to that store. There was just a bunch of stuff. It was like $100, $200. Like, it was, it was expensive. If you want a vibrator that's not that expensive, let me know. Because <laughs> um, it's a lot. But... There, um, it just is the most casual store. There were books, there were towels for your kitchen, there were things to go on your keychain, there were gifts. Like, but it was such a casual store. Like, if you you would have w- walked past it thinking it was like in Francesca's, and then gotten there and like, oh, this is for sex, and then you would have felt fine. Like, no part of me felt uncomfortable or stressed about being in there or anxious at all. Like, it was so casual. And their website is that way too. So if you're looking to like get into this and you want to do it in a way that doesn't make you feel dirty, then you need to go to Awakening Boutique in Denver or look them up online and order from them because it's just so casual. And pro tip, Amazon has a like sexual health thing um or like category on Amazon and so you can search stuff there and you know get to you in two days and it's just a normal Amazon box it's not like a I don't know like a (laughs) a ring on the box that's like this is what you just ordered like no one will see that so if you're still trying to like keep you know keep that between you and your spouse I absolutely think you should you shouldn't have to go around like telling every single person but if you do talk about with your friends you shouldn't feel shame around it which is why I'm talking about it right now. Um, so yeah, this is, this is the type of places that we need to have more of and more around. And I'm sure there's places like this where you guys live, hopefully, because it just should be so normal. Like it shouldn't feel weird. It should be woman positive. Women shouldn't walk in and just be like, there's a picture of me being an object again. Like it shouldn't feel that way. And it should just feel normal and okay. And like accepted. And so they, they just really need to be sex positive rather than sex negative. And that's how the store is. So go on their website, look at stuff, figure it out. I can't really give you any help on that, mostly because I don't know a lot about it. I just know that I wanted to talk about this topic today because I want to normalize it. I want it to be okay that you do this. I don't want you to feel any shame around it if it's something that you and your partner want to do. And I even know like Christian circles that are sex positive still feel very weird about this. They're like, you know, you shouldn't bring anything else into the bedroom. And if that's how you and your partner believe, great. That is totally fine. But you shouldn't have that like expectation for everybody in this kind of category, like with sex stories. Because in my mind, they're not things that it's not like bringing something else in. It's just something that enhances your life. Like, like lube. I literally think of sex toys like lube because everybody should be using lube when you're having sex. It makes it so much better. And so this is just kind of like that to me. Like it doesn't feel any different. And so if you're interested in this 
in this life, I guess, adding, enhancing your sex life, then I say you have a conversation with a partner. And if you guys are both okay with it, then just start doing it and, and have, um, conversations about it always healthy communication in this is so so important like I said I'm not an expert in this area and I'll be the first person to admit it but I wanted to talk about it today because trying to break stigmas of all things around sex like so much you guys know that I really just want to help everybody feel okay with what they want to do in their sex life you know um especially in the Christian world especially 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 in the Christian world So I think it's okay. I don't think Jesus is like mad at me or anything for doing this. I mean, it says in scripture and maybe I'm reading that the wrong way. I don't think so, but nothing is to file in the bedroom and you know, I don't think he's mad at me. So (laughs) don't think he'd be mad at you either. Um, so yeah, I'm going to link the, I'll probably link the gloat too, just because I talked about it. The greatest leave of all time. In the episode notes, Awakening Boutique will be in the episode notes. Also, we always continue the conversation on my Instagram, which is at podcast, And I always answer DMs. I love talking to you guys in the DMs stay just between me and you. So if you have questions about this or want to talk about it, I can help you and talk to you as much as I know. Um, um, but I would definitely love to talk about it more. And I hope that listening to this episode helped you just breathe a little bit as far as sex toys. And like I said, if this is something that you guys are not okay or like not interested in then there's nothing wrong with that I really just wanted to help people who are thinking about this and want to do it but feel so much shame around it because there should not be any shame around pleasure no shame around pleasure I know the culture and media loves to do that to us and we're just not letting them do that we're not letting them take away our pleasure so go ahead and Share this with a friend if they are interested in it and feel weird about it too. Um, Go ahead and send this to them. Hopefully, this will help you guys feel less alone. Um, But I love chatting today. I always get to about 30 minutes and then I can't breathe anymore. (laughs) I feel like I need to like deep breaths because I lose my voice after about 30 minutes. Maybe I need to do some like lessons or something on how to talk for a long time. I don't know. Either way. Uh, but I hope you guys have a great day, great week. Um, and I love you guys and we will talk soon.